If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Before I get back to what I was talking about, what... What you need to be worried about when it comes to your own government, Chris, if you wouldn't mind, we have important world events going on right now. I think let's let's take a quick second and hear from one of the leaders of the United States of America on the current world affairs. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So Basically, that's wrong. <laughs> We're in so much trouble. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, you know what? Back to what we were talking about before. I'm sorry, Chris. I can't. I need you to play it again, please. One more time. This might not be the last time, Chris. I need it one more time. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. so much trouble all right all right back to what i was talking about quit oh gosh i got tears coming down my face all right stop focus chris i was i was talking about before the break in case you missed it and in case you missed any part of the show the whole thing's on iheart google spotify and itunes just go download the podcast but in case you missed it i was explaining yes i understand all eyes are on the whole russia ukraine thing worried about world war three but remember the most dangerous thing going on right now, by a mile for you, is Western governments turning against their own people. The American government turning against its own people. FBI, school board parents, DOJ, IRS. Okay, those are the government things, but I brought up something else and something we have to consider. Something We have to be forward-thinking. We have to keep this stuff in mind. I brought it up a little just briefly yesterday. There's a picture floating around online of a bunch of Russians trying to take the subway in Russia. That's that's where the Russian subway is, Chris. I don't know if you know. Breaking news, journalist Jesse. (laughs) All right, whatever. A bunch of Russians trying to take the subway in Russia. They can't get through. Can't get through the little turnstile thing. Why? Google Pay and Apple Pay cut off their services for Russia. Now you might look at that picture and cheer. 
Woohoo! Screw those Ruskies! They're not getting through. Ha <laughs> ha! Okay, I understand that. That's fine. Do you have any idea what the people at Apple think about you? Do you have any idea what the people at Google think about you? Do you have any idea how little prompting it would take from the federal government for your bank to kick you out? It's happened already. Oh, Jesse, that's crazy. No, this has already happened in the United States of America. Credit card companies, banks, kicking out people on the right. What are you going to do if you can't buy anything anymore? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm not saying this to make you scared. I'm saying this so we come around and accept the idea we have to, out of necessity, out of our own personal protection, because our system is aimed at us, we must balkanize. We must move to red areas. Make those areas redder. Become an activist when you get there. Don't get there and sit around. And part of balkanizing is we must create our own systems. We have to. We have to come up with, I mean, we can't come up with a new dollar, but we do have to come up with our own financial system. We have to come up with our own businesses we support and a laundry list of businesses we won't support. I mean, look what I, uh, Pure Talk's actually a great example. Pure Talk's a great example. I talk to you about Pure Talk all the time. But what do I tell you when I talk to you about Pure Talk? It's not just that they're CEOs of Vietnam veteran. And it's a totally patriotic company. Even their customer service, is they're all Americans. When you call, you talk to an American. It's not just that. It's not just funding Pure Talk, because you're going to have to have a cell phone carrier. It's that you're not funding Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile anymore. We must start being more purposeful with our dollar. We have to. And it goes beyond just pure talk, but I mean, that, that's a great example. Plus, doesn't hurt the average family saves over 800 bucks a year in times like this either. Look, switched. It takes less than 10 minutes. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. But beyond, beyond that, Honestly, beyond pure talk too, everything in our lives. And I know right now you're probably doing the, <clears throat> I'm glad Jesse doesn't know about X thing. No, you're misinterpreting it. I have a million things still in my life too. I shouldn't be funding. I'm not looking down my nose at you or pointing my finger at you. Man, I got to get a lot better too. I have to get better. Uh, the Disney Plus, one of the recent things we cut off. But we were we were paying it. The kids were liking the superhero stuff, and then it was just too much of this LGBTQ Air Force stuff. And then we found out about the training they were putting their employees through, about how evil they were for being white. And I just stepped in and said, all right, we're done. Boom, cut off, gone. But look, I've, I've taken a vacation by Disney the wife, or actually, I was with her. Never, I forgot. We took the kids to Disney World. It was years ago, but I've funded them. I'm not looking down my nose at you, not pointing my finger at you, but I'm telling you, we have to get better in all forms. And part of that is patronizing businesses that are not going to knife us in the back the second the federal government tells them tells them to. 
You can look at those Russian pictures. Uh, nice, Apple, cut them off. Yes, good, fine, cut off the Russians. How much prompting would it take for Apple to cut off every Republican in this country? Oh, oh, we we see, huh. I'm sorry, Bob. We we were told, we got, we got notifications. Someone sent us your social media profile. We see that you were actually at a Trump rally last year. Bob, we don't support racism here, and God knows every Republican is a racist. We have uh, disabled your Apple Pay, Bob. Good luck buying stuff. How far do you think we are from that? Do you really think we're far? Have you seen the things these people say? The things these people do? Let's remember something. Not to, not to get too dark here, but let's remember something. The communist, communism, it's a religion of death and destruction. I, I, I hate to say this, but you do understand a lot of your fellow Americans would happily have you murdered for your political beliefs, right? I mean, you, you understand that. Without hesitation, without hesitation, for, poli- for politics, for political reasons, they would have you murdered. You can tell this very easily because they just got done having you murdered for two years. You see, when you're removing the approval for monoclonal antibodies, you are making a decision. I want people to die. And they did it without hesitation. Why do you think, why do you think every single communist in this country is so pro-Ukraine at the moment and pro-arming Ukraine, yet they want you disarmed? Do you think that makes them hypocrites? If you do, you're wrong. They're not hypocrites. Communists aren't against arms. They're against their enemies having arms. That's because they want to hurt you. They want the freedom to hurt you if you don't do what you're told. And I realize that I got a little darker than I wanted it to get, but it ain't wrong either. It's true. We must balkanize and separate and hire our own people and fire the people who aren't our people. We must occupy every single school board and city council and state house seat and sheriff. Sheriff is really important. If your sheriff's a scumbag, run against him and get him out of there. We must occupy our own DA races. We must pass anti-communist legislation, not once, over and over and over and over and over again so the communist in your area puts his little little one-room abode up for sale and he can go move to some blue area and be miserable along with everyone else. We must get much more aggressive than we currently are setting up a separate society within our society because our society is rapidly becoming hostile to us. Period. End of story. All right? I know that was a lot. We're going to get back to a lot of emails here. Oh, gosh. We have... Uh, you've seen the bombs dropping, right? See, there's war right now. It's televised. You can watch it. Pull up internet videos all the time. You, you, you watch it. Watch the bombs blow up. You can see the broken down tanks, burned out things. If you do enough digging on the internet, sadly, I did a little bit of that today. You can actually see... Dead Russians, dead Ukrainians, prisoners of war. You can see you see what war actually looks like, right? You've seen it with your own eyes. The amazing thing is our military people have seen it too. Our military leadership has seen it too. And yet they continue an effort to make sure 
We are not ready when the time comes. What am I talking about? Oh, I'll tell you in just a second. I've got an animal inside of me. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. Spells knocks me on my knees. It didn't hurt, flirt, blood, squirt, stuff, shirt like me on a tree. After I count down three rounds in hell, I'll be in good company. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I told you it was going to be a good show tonight. I could just, you know, I could feel it, Chris. You know why I knew it was going to be a good show? Because I'm here. What, Chris? That's, that's why. I'll get back to this stuff about our military here in just a second. I'm way, way, way behind on the emails I've been I've been lax. You can email the show. Shut up, Chris. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Hey, handsome Oracle. I always listen to your podcast on the weekend while doing chores, so I am late. I am grateful for your new studio and the soundboard, specifically the fart sounds. They make me laugh when I am down. Keep up the fart sounds so I can continue laughing. Says I can say her name. Her name is Jennifer in Nashville. There you go, Jennifer. Hi, I'm 11. Don't shake your head, Chris. It's an important part of the show. Look, do you, would you like would you like me to go back to being a war correspondent, Chris? I can do it. Chris, get your head down. Incoming! Chris, return fire. Return fire. What, Chris? Hi, I'm 11 years old. I just wanted to say I love your show. You inspire me to speak in front of the school board about masks and how that should end. It worked. Keep inspiring. Gosh, that's freaking sweet. These kids, man, these kids who write into the show, I'm starting to protest. I'm speaking at, sp- at school boards. I listen every night. I swear there's this generation of warriors out there, these, the generation of anti-communist warriors. They're going to win this country back. You watch. Jesse, I listen to your show as a podcast the next day. Pause real quick. Um... If you miss the show live, which I realize a lot of people do, because everything's so on demand these days, people listen live, people listen when they're driving, when they're working out, when they're working, whatever, iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes, the whole podcast is there. They've divided it up into three parts now, and I know they've, they made everything confusing. Just hit follow or subscribe so it automatically downloads and makes your life easier, whatever. Anyway, I listened to your show podcast the next day. And I just listened to your discussion about which machine gun sound you should have for your soundboard. Chris didn't even give you the option for the coolest sounding machine gun that's ever been made. The MG42 has an awesome sound. I'm sure we all know why Chris omitted that one. <laughs> but it's still a sweet sounding machine gun, even if the guys who used it were trash. In case you don't know what he's talking about. The MG42 was one of the machine guns the Nazis used, so that was the that was that was why he thinks Chris probably omitted that one on purpose. But you don't know Chris. Chris is dark, man. Chris is really dark. Chris, can we get an MG42? Do we have an MG42? All right, Chris, track us down an MG42. I think that does have to be. On. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. 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 We mentioned we wanted an MG42 for the soundboard. We have the pistol, the rifle, the can. The bomb, the missile, we have all these things, we know this. And we mentioned we needed a machine gun, which we do. And yes, the MG42 does sound sweet. Can we have a Nazi machine gun on there? I Don't you think that's maybe a touch inappropriate, Chris? 
We did use it too. I mean, I, I mean, we didn't really use it that much, Chris. You know what? Let's just listen to it. We'll make it a judgment call. I don't know that we can have a Nazi machine gun on the soundboard. That's probably going a little too far. All right. I can't figure out why someone in the Russian government has not stood up and thrown their president out on the street and take over. Now, pause on this for a moment. I, I want to talk about this Russia-Ukraine thing for a moment. because I'm starting to see a lot more of this. Why hasn't, why hasn't someone done something? Why hasn't someone stepped up and taken over? Well, remember this. Remember, a lot of things just come down to muscle and force. In this day and age, where everything's touchy-feely and everyone has an anti-bullying program, I'm, I'm going to tell my mommy and she's going to go talk to the principal. Force actually matters a lot. A lot. I've told you this story before. I got this story from a book which I would highly, highly, highly recommend called Once Upon a Time in Russia. And it's not my book, okay? So maybe the author's trash. I don't know, but it was a great book. I think Chris, of course, did the audio version because he can barely read. But Once Upon a Time in Russia is the name of the book. And it talks about Putin taking over. Remember, when Russia went from communism, they tried to go to capitalism. <laughs> but then that didn't work because they just didn't do it right at all. So instead, the country ended up just being run by a bunch of oligarchs, just a bunch of billionaires. Just a few guys basically owned the whole country. Vladimir Putin steps in, takes over. He's this old school KGB guy. And Vladimir Putin promptly calls all the oligarchs out to him. They're let know and no uncertain terms there to attend. And they go to this meeting and it's totally Russian. It's in some secret, I believe if I remember right, I may be messing up this part. I think it was wintry outside, some wintry type bunker type thing, just like you'd picture, I'm sure. And they're all seated around a conference table. And Vladimir Putin essentially says, look, that's fine. Keep your money. But just understand, you work for me now. And you'll do what I say. And you'll never oppose what I say. And if you do... I carry a big stick and I'm only going to use it once. Now, that's the point of what I want to talk to you about here. What does that mean? Carry a big stick. Carry a big stick. What? You walk around the walking stick? Why hasn't someone thrown out Vladimir Putin? Vladimir Putin has surrounded himself with killers. I mean, if you, you can go read the description of reporters who've met with him, the oligarchs who've met with him. You're going to be surrounded by some frightening-looking dudes who Vladimir Putin keeps around him. You say, why doesn't somebody get rid of him? Well, let's say you're a politically ambitious billionaire in Russia, and you don't like this Putin guy. He's getting your country into a potential world war. He's wrecking the economy. What's up with Putin? Get rid of him. Okay, okay, that's fine. Get rid of him. I mean, you're going to have to kill him or arrest him. How many bad dudes do you have on your side? How many? Because Putin has a lot. In general, it comes down to force. How many killers you got around you? To which you, you might say, well, why don't they just uh, call one of these mercenary groups? Get, get about, get about 5,000 hitters in there. Go after him. You think Vladimir Putin's not going to find out you just hired 5,000 people? Let's remember, after that oligarch meeting I just told you about, uh, some of those oligarchs were found dead. I mean, in, in graphic public fashion, too. 
One of them, if memory serves, I'm doing this off the top of my head, they actually found him on his yacht in the Mediterranean. One of Putin's killers had strung him up by the neck by a shower bar, I remember. Who's got a stick that big? That's what you need. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and look... We are still on the lookout for the perfect machine gun sound for the board. The MG42, although used by some not very nice people, Chris has drugged, dragged some sound up from it. Chris, if you wouldn't mind, let's do a couple more. I know I, I know you got a Tommy gun for us, Thompson submachine gun. Can we hear an MG42, Chris, if you don't mind? We're all waiting, Chris. Should I do some pistol sounds while we wait? Go ahead, go. Oh, man, that is pretty sweet. (laughs) You know what, Chris? No, we can't have a Nazi gun on there. I'm telling you, get us a 50 cal, man. Get us some Madus. Do the the Thompson submachine gun if you've got it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Look, it saved a lot of Marine Corps lives over there. Saved a lot of Marine Corps lives, and and especially in the Pacific. What, Chris? It wasn't Al Capone's gun, you child. I mean, yes, a lot of the gangsters use it. That gun was made famous in World War II, not by the gangsters. Ah, yes, gangsters too, Chris. Gosh, you know what? Forget about it. Back to what I was talking about, the headline, Army Mandates Training on Pronouns and Treatment of Trans Soldiers. I got word about this a couple days ago. Right when Russia was starting to really surround Kiev and bombs were going off. And remember, they have Ukraine's second most populated city. They're bombing it now, too. I mean, it's getting really, really bad. As we speak right now, say a prayer, it's getting really bad. I got word two or three days ago somebody had gotten pulled in and his training that morning was about people's preferred pronouns. I want you to understand something. This is the kind of thing that that is going to get a lot of our people killed. Because they're not having pronoun meetings in China. They're not. While our guys are getting called into meetings learning about pronouns, China's finding out exactly where to shoot our guys in the face. And there's something actually, there's something as devastating as the time aspect of it. Because I go off on this all the time and I say time is finite. Time is finite. If, 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 If one year from now, you and me, we're gonna meet. And we're going to fight to the death. 
and you spend 10 hours a day for the next year training to kill me, and I spend five hours a day training to kill you, and then I spend five making sure that I'm LGBTQ Air Force friendly enough. I'm going to die when we meet. You're twice as trained as I am. Time is finite. You're going to kill me. But it's beyond that. What's happening right now is what I've called the soft purge of the U.S. military. And there are two critical aspects to this, the soft purge. Set aside the vaccine purge. That one worked very well for them as well. The soft purge aspect is this. Our military has a bunch of dudes in it. And I'm talking men's men. Kind of guys who will go out there and kill someone on behalf of their country. Brave, no question. Adrenaline junkies, yeah, lots of them. Cuss too much, no doubt about it. Too many tattoos, absolutely. Maybe they speak about women in inappropriate ways. I promise you they do. Those are the type of guys who win wars. Those guys, the type A alpha dudes, they're not going to stay around so they can learn about him, her, and some guy getting his twig and berries cut off. They're going to leave. Those guys have options. They're going to finish out their enlistment, and instead of re-enlisting, they're going to walk away. We have to have those guys to win wars. That's one part of the soft purge. The second part of the soft purge is this. The guy who doesn't sign up. You see, that's unquantifiable. It's unquantifiable. You'll never be able to calculate it. But across the country right now, there are 16, 17, 18-year-old men, maybe on the football team, wrestling team, play baseball, maybe he was a Cub Scout for a while, then a Boy Scout, now he's an Eagle Scout. Maybe he grew up in Tennessee hunting and fishing. Maybe he's in Wyoming riding Broncos. But that 16, 17, 18-year-old knows how to shoot. Maybe, maybe not, but he's definitely a dude's dude. And he's been eyeballing those Marine Corps posters on the wall with the guy in the camo paint. Looks like he's getting ready to cut someone's throat. And he says to himself, man, I want to be that guy. And I'm saying that because that was me at one point. I looked at that and said, I want to be that guy. That 16, 17, 18-year-old, he's looking at crap like this. He's not going to go give up his next four years of his life to go learn about somebody's pronouns. He's going to just go do something else. He'll go off to a trade school, probably make a fortune. Maybe he'll go off to college and learn how to be a communist. But he's not going to join Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Coast Guard. No, I'm kidding. Quit, Chris. We can make jokes. Air Force, if he doesn't like girls. He's not going to join any of these military organizations. He's just not. That guy who we need, he's not joining that's part of the soft purge. And what's wild is we'll never know, right? You can't ever calculate that. You'll never know. Did our next Medal of Honor winner, did he instead go to Purdue? Yeah. The guys we need, they're getting out or they're not joining. You as a man, 16, 17, 18 year old, coming into your own, hormones raging, but Full of testosterone, good for you. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Embrace it. You, you have this desire, this, this, this feeling of duty, and that's good. That is good to feel a duty, an obligation to your country. 
and you have this desire. I want to see what I'm made of. I want to test my metal. I want to, that's also good. Good for you. But you're, you don't want to go learn about how racist you are. You just go learn. You just go do something else. I've warned about this when it comes to police forces across the country. NYPD especially and others like it. Oh, cops suck. Cops suck. Cops are the enemy. Cops suck. Cops are the problem. Cops are a bunch of racists. Okay. Well, the dudes, dudes, real cops, they're just going to go walk a beat in the suburbs of Florida or they'll go retire. Your former NYPD cop make good money doing personal security. They got, they got options. Talented men like that have options. So what, what's going to happen? Well, you're going to have a police force full of turds. That's what you are. That's what you're going to have for, for too long. Remember all the retirements that were already coming down? Before too long, you're going to have a police force full of communist turds who can't protect the thing. Oh, and they'll be more corrupt than ever before, too. Because you hired a bunch of weak, stupid turds who would do what you wanted them to do. Get to a couple more emails here. Jesse, this may be a bit heavy. But if dinner is over in the Kelly household and you're being a good husband and cleaning up the dirty dishes, where does an unused spoon go? Back in the drawer or the dishwasher? All right. I got to be honest about something. I don't do the dishes in my house. Um, the wife, It's not that I won't. It's not like I never have. I've done plenty of dishes. The wife... It's one of these neat organizational freaks where the dishwasher has to be loaded a certain way. And if you haven't filled every centimeter of it, she says, you know what? I'll just do it myself. So I'm not going to complain. I'm like, all right, woman, that's fine. Go ahead. We'll, we'll bring the dishes over, wipe off the table, the boys and I, but she wants to do the dishes. That's fine. So I don't do the dishes in my house, but like I said, I have. That spoon's going back in the drawer. And I realize I'm going to take this a step too far, but. Most people, if they're starving and their meal comes in the restaurant and they find, like, say, a hair in it, most people will send it back. Some people, like the wife, she won't ever go back. Me, especially if I'm hungry and the rest of that meal looks good, that hair's coming out and I'm going in. All right? I realize, Look, it's okay, Chris. I thought we were in a safe place where I could be honest. You know, we're just going to move on. We have headlines I didn't get to. I'll get to a couple more emails here in just a second. Let's first talk about Annie's. I've been talking to you about Annie's a lot. Annie's Genius Box. You see Annie's kit clubs, they're, they're putting out these kits. And what is it? Well, every single month, your kid will get a box in the mail. It's going to be like Christmas morning for your kids, so get ready for that. They'll start looking for it. They'll start figuring out around which day it comes, and then they're watching the door. I have to go through this at my house. And so it gets there, and they, they take it in, and they open it up. And what is it? Well, there's this top-secret mission envelope in there. And they pull it out. Kid opens it up, and it gives them all these instructions on how to do this and how to do that and what to do here and what not to do there. Well, they have all these baggies in there. Well, there's like a wire in this one and a battery. This has tape. What do I do? Your kid is going to have a blast building robots. My kid just this last weekend, I told you, did a fossil. Basically had to chisel out a fossil and then make a cast of it. And right now, you can get your first kit up to 100% off. 100. You just pay the shipping. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio now. 
anyskitclubs.com slash radio. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. The Jesse Kelly Show. Hey, Chris, what day is it? Is it Tuesday already? You know what that means. State of the Union's coming up about 10 minutes from now. Just a heads up. Just heads up. I am doing the State of the Union live on my TV show, on the on my TV channel. The First TV. You can download the First TV app and watch it. It's probably also on your smart TV, the First TV app. So if you're looking for a way to watch the State of the Union, I'll be doing little reaction things, and then we'll watch the State of the Union, and and we'll be doing interviews and stuff like that that after. But the First TV, you can watch me do the State of the Union, all right? That's one. Two, before I forget, practice with your weapon. You must practice with your weapon. Uh, Now more than ever, it is important that we are ready to hit what we aim at. And you can say, Jesse, I can't even afford the gas to go to the range. Jesse, I can't even afford ammo. I understand that. I get it. Get a Mantis X. You only have to buy a Mantis X one time. You can practice in your home. Dry fire practice at home. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. Marine Corps Boot Camp, Paris Island. Go there. You know what you're going to see? Mantis X. Special Forces. Mantis X. Army, Mantis X. Military technology. This is what they use. In your home, you're not only, it's not just target practice. They'll put you through drills. They'll give you feedback. Go to MantisX.com. MantisX.com. All right? All right, Chris, if you wouldn't mind one more time, I would, I just, in these trying times, I would like to, uh, I would like, I'd like to hear from my vice president. Please, Chris. Watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. We're doing well. We're doing well. We're doing very well. A couple more emails. Jesse, if a, big, if a big red wave actually happens this midterm cycle, do you think Republicans will actually have the guts to do anything? I fear it will be business as usual, and we the people will continue to suffer the final two years of Joe Brandon. All right, listen. I have good news and bad news on that front. The Republican Party, if they take over in the midterms, they are going to 100% disappoint you. All right? They're going to disappoint you. The Republican Party is pathetic and weak and embarrassing. And that's just because it's full of pathetic and weak and embarrassing people. However, however, there is, more, there is good news to go with this. The Republican Party of today and definitely the Republican Party of tomorrow is less weak and pathetic and embarrassing than it has been. They will get some things done. Are they going to do enough? No. Are they going to do enough to satisfy you? I'll be serious. These people are useless. But as you change and your priorities change and you become more anti-communist, they will follow behind you slowly, 
They're going to drag their feet. They're going to him and ha. They're going to complain about it. Some of the old rhinos will retire. Some of the others will stab us in the back. But slowly but surely, the party will come around. There's this way of thinking. Uh, what's the best way I can put this? The tea party. You remember the tea party? The tea party was that huge wave, all these things. Chris asked if I was in it. Yes, Chris, I ran during the tea party wave. I also lost during the tea party wave, not to brag or anything like that. But yes, I ran for Congress in Arizona during the tea party wave. But people, people will do this thing where they look back at the tea party now and they'll just dog it. Oh, the tea party. And this is so pathetic. Look what a failure that turned out to be. Well, hold on, hold on. Pause real quick. Yes, many of the Tea Party organizations that popped up around it just turned into money-grubbing losers. Like, like any organization, any cause will eventually turn into a scam. That, no matter what, that's, that's how it is. So let's set that aside. Many of the candidates turned out to do us wrong. Yes, there's no question about that. Lots of the Tea Party candidates turned out to be real disappointments. You understand many of the best politicians we have in Washington, D.C. came from that Tea Party wave, though. A lot of them did. We just don't give them any credit for that. A lot of them did. The remaking of the GOP into a real anti-communist party, it's going to be slower than you want it to be. It's going to take time. That's okay. That's, I mean, it's not preferable, right? We want action now. I want impeachments now. Get on it. I want investigations. I want you to be aggressive. I want you to. We want things done now. Understandably, I'm right there with you. Believe me, you know how hard I am on them. I'm right there with you. It's not going to happen now. That's not the way it works. These people are weak. They do worry about what the media thinks of them. But it will happen eventually. We will drag them along. Will they be too late to save the country? Maybe. You could argue they're too late to save the country now. But that doesn't mean they're too late to save your state, your county, your city. You see these red states across the country, especially over the last two years, turning into beacons of freedom. I mean, everyone's all, everyone's all hot and bothered about Florida now. Understandably so. Florida's been killing it. Heavy D's awesome. They got a bunch of great state politicians there. Dude, Florida was a purple state like 15 minutes ago. It just now became a beacon of freedom. You can save your local areas. You can save it big time, big time. All right. I uh, actually went just a little bit long there. It's time for some headlines. And now. Here's a headline. By the goal, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. BLM co-founder who went on mansion buying spree complains she's the fall guy over over financial scandals. Look, this it was a hilarious scam. Black Lives Matter, really one of the more brilliant things the American communist ever came up with. One, because the labeling was so perfect, right? Black Lives Matter. I mean, who's going to argue with that? Are, are you what are you are you saying black lives don't matter? So they they created a label that you would have a hard time arguing against. And then they acted as if they were some civil rights movement who gave a crap about black people. It was always just a communist communist front. That's all it was. Remember, at the beginning of it, while people were pouring millions into it, it took them forever to delete the issues page off their website. They had on their website things like the destruction of the nuclear family was their goal. I mean, open, open communism, right? But one of the greatest parts is 
at the top, it was just a bunch of scumbag street communists. Trained Marxists, remember that Patrice Collars was on video saying we're trained Marxists. They've been trained. They're trained street communists, but just, just street communists. And they ended up getting millions and millions and millions of dollars off of white guilt America. And of course, it was all fraudulent and none of it helped a single black person. In fact, black people are being slaughtered in cities across the country now because of the efforts of BLM. But in the end, you have to hand it to idiot losers like Patrice Collars who just raked in millions of dollars because Americans are a bunch of white guilt saps. I mean, look, it's not ideal. You don't really want your kid to turn out that way. Got to kind of respect that hustle, baby. Am I right? <laughs> All right. Enjoy my State of the Union coverage tonight on the first TV. I'll be magnificent. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.